We're about ready to start the second half here from Fisher Field in Newton for the eight-man Division I state championship game between Canton Galva and St. Francis. St. Francis with a 36-14 lead here at the halftime break. And Steve Sell, obviously the key to the second half, brought to you by Alliance Agency Inc. is hold on to the dang football. Yeah. <laughs> it's no more fumbles, no more interceptions. But if you were thinking of another key, what would it be? Well, I think you got to make something happen early. you got to score within the first three minutes uh, to give yourself some semblance of hope. Again, eight turnovers actually total in this game. I, When I went through my stats, I didn't include uh, a couple things. So five turnovers, Canton Galva, three for St. Francis. So the Eagles are actually forcing turnovers. It's just they're making more themselves. And again, when you give, you give up three scores where they have to go less than 20 yards, that is really big. So it is a 36-14 to 14 lead here at the half for St. Francis over Canton Galvin. Like we've mentioned a couple of times, Steve, St. Francis will get the football first. And if Canton Galvin is able to come up with a stop defensively, and who knows, maybe potentially a, a turnover, whether you just get the ball back in, in some capacity, you go down and score, you make this a two-touchdown game, and you're right back in it. And yeah. you can forget all about what happened in the first first 24 minutes. Well, you score two touchdowns and convert two conversions. That's 16 points. You're six points down. So uh, you, you got to score quick. You scored two touchdowns in 41 seconds. You need another little, you know, burst like that. To be honest, they're going to need some help from St. Francis to get back in this game. St. Francis is going to have to turn the ball over with, with a fumble, or maybe they'll try that pass again that was very ill-advised. It fluttered in the air, and, of course, Everett picked it off. And, you know, Landon Everett's picked a lot of passes off in his career. at 10 last year, and, you know, he's had another good year picking passes I think he's got, uh, what, two. Two. So we've got three now in the season? That's right. Okay. And 13 over the last two years. That's amazing. Remember that Kent Gava last year tied the state record with 27 team interceptions. Ten by Landon Everett, ten by Tyson Struber. It helped that they got to play almost the entire game last year in every game. But, man, 27 interceptions in a 12-game season is incredible. Yeah, that's just a silly number. And, uh uh, those guys, that tells you how athletic they are to come up with 10 interceptions apiece. But, uh, again, CG needs a three and out or force a turnover here to start the second half and get a quick score. We'll see which way Kenton Galva will be kicking off to start. There is a strong, strong wind today, like we have mentioned several times, blowing out of the southwest. It was at about 25 miles per hour at kickoff. I think you got to take the wind if you're Kenton Galva since you have the, you know, you're on defense first. I think you got to try to score as many points as you can. The great man himself. Ted Kessinger. Ted Kessinger. Former Bethany College that's right. coach. You know, when he said, anytime the wind is 25 miles an hour, this is actually to start the game, always take the wind to start the game. That was the great man himself. Okay. That, that was always what he said. And, I, and look at his career. Well, himself the great man. Himself the great man, the Hall of Famer, uh, one, of the, you know, one of the great people that ever walked the sidelines in football. Well, Kenton Galva will have the wind at its back to start this second half, meaning that St. Francis, more importantly, is going into the wind to start this second half. So Kenton Galva trails by 22 and will try to make the comeback of ages as they were down by 36, 36 to nothing, and will try and find a way to come all the way back. They'll try and make the full 36-point comeback. And, Steve, we did mention 45-point rule at one point in that first half, which is not something we anticipated. 
but who knows? This team is going to try and make its way all the way back. Well, that would be, I don't know what the all-time comeback in a state championship game is, but they were down 36. And if they can get a, you know, a stop and score and get a two-pointer, they're down just two scores with a lot of ball game left. Our second half kickoff is brought to you by the Community Foot Clinic, serving Central Kansas with comprehensive foot care since 1998. Right back to Brady Dinkle at his five. Dinkle runs up the middle and is upended at the 21. In there to make the tackle for Kenton Galva was Xavier Westbrook, freshman for this Eagle team. And St. Francis starts at its own 22. First drive of the second half, 11.54 to go in the third quarter. Well, and you know, if you're St. Francis, you basically do the same thing every play. You run the ball. So that's what they're going to just try to do, try to pound them out right up the middle. Chandran Blanca takes the direct snap, runs up the middle, and he is stopped there on the run by Braden Collins. Maybe a gain of one for Chandran Blanca, who scored three first-half touchdowns, came into the game with 25 total touchdowns on the season, second down and nine for St. Francis. And this is kind of how Canton Galva started the game. Defensively, they were really good start, but that's before we started to have the rain of uh, turnovers. Five Canton Galva turnovers on offense in that first half were the difference. Second and nine, direct snap to Blanca again, trying to run to the outside of the top side. Blanca turns back up the field and will pass the 25 and make his way to They'll spot the football at the 27, making this third down and six. Third down and five. Well, if you're Canton Galva, you've got to get a stop here. So who's going to make the play? you got to have somebody make a big play. Third down and five for St. Francis from the 27. Just a minute gone here in the second half. Brady Dinkle out of the deep gun here in the single wing look. Dinkle runs to his left. Dinkle makes his way toward the far sideline and somehow stays on his feet and picks up the first down. It looked like he was about to be pushed out of bounds, but kept moving forward, made his way to the 35. Fresh set of downs for St. Francis. And that's what you didn't need if you're Canton Galva. You needed a stop there. First down and 10 for St. Francis, five yards for midfield. Remember in the eight-man game, just an 80-yard field, so the midfield stripe here at Fisher Field is the 40 even though it says 50. It is very confusing if, if you've been statting games. And I think I've done okay. Yeah, I, I've been kind of following your lead a little bit. And I think stats are pretty close. First down and 10 for St. Francis. Shadron Blanca takes a direct snap, and again, he is held up for nothing. Makes his way back to the line of scrimmage. In there to hit him was Connor Kane. No gain, second down and 10 for the Indians at their 35. But what Canton Galva cannot do is allow them to burn four or five minutes of clock here on this first drive. They need quick scores. Second and 10 from the 35, 10-20 to go third quarter. St. Francis 36, Canton Galva 14 here in the eight-man division one state championship game. Single wing look again, two deep backs, one up back, direct snap to Brady Dinkle. Dinkle runs and turns and he has hit at the line of scrimmage as well. Nothing doing again for Brady Dinkle. In there to hit him, Brandon Huff as well as Keaton Luttrell. They'll give him maybe a half a yard on the other side of the 35. Third down and long, third down and nine and a half. Big play for the Canton Galva defense. Gotta get a stop here. Would they dare throw the football? They have only thrown it twice, and one of those was picked off. Watch that little scissors play, maybe. They haven't used that scissors play in a while. A little misdirection. Third down and a long nine. Single wing look for the St. Francis team. 
as it will be a direct snap to Shandran Blanca, who is hit and stuffed at the line of scrimmage. No gain. Stepping in to hit a Mason Reedy, and at the bottom of the pile, Nick Pearson, no gain. Fourth down and long, and will St. Francis punt here at 9.15 to go third quarter? Oh, I don't think there's any doubt. They've only had one punt so far, and it went 38 yards. But they're punting into the wind. And that's the only reason why I was thinking maybe they would attempt to go for it here. Their offense has been good. Their defense has been really good, and they can trust it. We'll see what they elect to do. Brady Dinkle is back deep, looking like he will punt for the St. Francis team. Tyson Struber back deep to receive, and Dinkle hits a low-line drive that will make its way inside the 10, inside the 5, and will roll into the end zone, and a huge break there for Kenton Galva as that one rolled all the way down inside the 10, kept on rolling, and St. Francis almost kept it out of the end zone, but instead, Kenton Galva takes over at its own 15. 45-yarder, a bullet that time. Into the wind. Into the wind. So Kenton Galva, here is its chance. A stop to begin the second half, and now they need to score. Trailing 36-14, 8.40 to go, third quarter. Got to think they're going to try to get the ball to Struber. Struber comes in motion on the jet sweep. They give it to him. Struber to the outside. Tyson Struber cuts it back up and is upended over on the far side of the field for a gain of two. Kenton Galva on offense. Starting lineups brought to you by Art Shirt Gear for Sport at 211 North Main Street in downtown McPherson. Connor Kane, Nick Pearson, Jay Nightingale, and Keaton Luttrell up front. Receivers, Tyson Struber and Kinzer Colgen. Braden Collins, a running back. Brandon Huff and Tyler Rummel, a couple of tight ends for this Kenton Galva team. Again, they need it. They need a score quick. They need a big play, maybe a long bomb to Struber. Second and eight from the 17. Landon Everett out of the gun, takes a snap and looks left. Once one short for Tyson Struber, had it, and then was knocked out of his hands. Just a pass of five yards there from Landon Everett to Tyson Struber. A little low, and I think even if he makes the catch, really wouldn't have had much of a chance to turn. Third down and eight for Kenton Galva at its own 17. Yeah, the problem about throwing it deep is the wind just sails that ball you just got a perfect touch on it i don't have kenton galva for a third down conversion in this game third down and eight for the eagles Braden collins the running back to the left of landon everett third and eight saint francis brings the house everett thought about passing instead tucks it down everett turns up the field and has got the first down landon everett ran down the near hashes he looked like he wanted to pass at first but saw the field was open they convert on third down and a great run by the senior quarterback landon everett for 15. so they convert bring the ball out to the 28. Landon Everett with Braden Collins behind him. Design run. Everett trying to get to the outside, and he is clobbered as he made his way over the middle by Jace Niner. That is a run for no gain. Say that kid, Niner, has just had a heck of a game. He's got an interception and a fumble recovery. So to the 38-yard line, second down, or excuse me, the 28-yard line, second down and 10. Now you're going to have the two receiver looks. So you got to think they're going to throw it here. Brandon Huff and Kinzer Colchin to the top side. Tyson Struber, the receiver near side. Tyler Rumble, the tight end to the left side of this offensive line for Landon Everett out of the gun. Second and 10, trailing by 22. Everett, once one to the outside, quick hitch route for Kinzer Colchin. Might have been deflected at the line, but lands incomplete and short, third down and 10. Five for 14 for Everett, which is Pretty unusual for him. Normally a 61% passer. I remember he's playing with a sprained AC joint, and that is painful. And his right shoulder 
and trying to gut his way through this one. Tyson Struber in a one-on-one -on -one matchup with Brady Dinkle near side. We'll see if they test him. St. Francis nearly jumps into the neutral zone as the Eagles get the audible play call from the near sideline. Third and 10 from the 28. Landed Everett out of the gun. Two to the top side, one to the near side. E Everett snaps his hands. Passes near side, caught by Struber. Turns up the sideline with some space. Struber crosses midfield at the 20, at the 10, five, touchdown, Canton Galva. On third down and 10, they dial it up for 52 yards. Tyson Struber brings the Eagles back to within two touchdowns and a two-point conversion coming up. How good is Tyson Struber? Well, I'll tell you, he is an athlete. And remember, just a sophomore. This is a big two-pointer now for Canton Galva. They'll be two scores back. They can get another stop on defense. They've got that win. What a comeback by the Canton Galva Eagles. 36 to 20 on the 52 yard passing touchdown to Tyson Struber going for two. Everett to the back of the end zone, overthrows Tyler Rummel after being knocked down to the ground by Jesse Baxter. But the Eagles are right back in this thing, baby. 7.24 to go in the third. It's St. Francis 36, Canton Galva 20. The Eagles have scored three consecutive touchdowns. And again, they're only two scores down with the two point conversion, so Canton Galva showing a lot of intestinal fortitude in this game. Struber made the catch on the out route, and at first he was short of the first down on third and 10. He caught it at about seven yards down the field here on the near sideline, turned and made one move and already made his way into St. Francis territory, then cut it up near the hashes, went right down the middle of the field and scores from 52 yards out yeah, for Canton Galva to get back to within two touchdowns. He's the most explosive athlete on the field, so... Canton Galva back in it. What a shout out to Rick Davison, my friend Rick Davison. He told me he wouldn't miss a second of this game today. He's listening at home. There you go, Ricky. Rick, he's the man. 7.24 to go in the third quarter. Canton Galva back to within 16. They were down 36, 36 to nothing, <laughs> and it's now 36 to 20. We were talking 45 point rule, and now if you're Canton Galva, you can hope you can kick this thing out of the end zone and get a three and out and take advantage of this win. 7.24 to go, third quarter. Canton Galva will kick off from right to left. Brandon Huff toes this one with a strong wind at his back. Caught by Brady Dinkle at his two. Dinkle running down the near side. Dinkle makes his way out to the 20 and out of bounds at the 24. Do you sense a little more life here on the Canton Galva sideline, Steve? Well, Eagle Nation, give a big shout out to Eagle Nation. They have turn out in mass today ball should be on the 24 it looks like i don't know how many people exactly live in canton and in galva but i think about 90 percent of them are here today and i don't know what fisher field can hold but certainly more canton galva fans than bleachers because people are lined up all the way around the stadium First and 10, St. Francis at its 24. Shadron Blanca takes a direct snap. Blanca to the outside and has some room. Oh Blanca to the 30, and they'll say he stepped out of bounds after a gain of 12. And fortunately for Kenton Galvo, because that was going to be a 56-yard touchdown. I'll say one thing St. Francis does. They run basically everything to the left side. So they must have all their really good blockers on that side because that's where they're really making their money today on offense. First down and 10 for St. Francis after a run of 12 for Shadron Blanca. First and 10 at their own 36. Run up the middle, Brady Dinkle tripped up as he made his way through the line of scrimmage. They'll give him progress to the 49, so a gain of three. 
Second down and seven. Kenton Gala up front defensively. Mason Reedy, Connor Kane, Nick Pearson, Braden Collins, and Brendan Huff at linebacker. Kinzer Colgin, Tyson Struber, and Landon Everett, the three in the secondary. And they are at the 39 here, so that is three-yard pickup, and Dinkle at 128 yards. Second and seven, Dinkle runs again. Dinkle up the middle, and he is stuffed. Nothing there. And the Bumble. ball came out at the end of the play, but they will say that St. Francis has got it. They'll give Dinkle forward progress to midfield at the 40, making this third down and six. And if you're Canton Galva, this could very well be the play of the game. 6.20 to go, third quarter. Canton Galva Nation is about ready to erupt if they get a stop here. Third and six from midfield. St. Francis going into the wind here in this third quarter. And St. Francis is in no hurry. The Indians are probably going to have to burn a timeout here. And they will. Nick Fawson in his second season at St. Francis as the head coach of the 23-1 record. And they take a timeout here with a third and six for midfield coming up with 5.59 left to go in quarter number three. So Kenton Galva's defense trying to come up with another stop. They came up with a stop here to start this second half, trailing by 22, forced the St. Francis punt, and then drove down the field. It took six plays, 65 yards, and the big one, 52 yards on the passing touchdown from Landon Everett to Tyson Struber. And you got to think, whatever they do, they are going to go to the left side because they have run almost exclusively left in this game. Connor Kane as well as Nick Pearson, Mason Reedy, those three defensive linemen trying to come up with another big-time stop here. Canton Galva in the game has forced three turnovers, and if they force another one, then they begin to get the turnover margin back to even, but trying for a big stop here. Third and six out of the timeout. Dinkle runs to his left. Dinkle tripped up at the line of scrimmage. Dinkle fighting forward oh, and does not have it. Dinkle picks up four. He was springing down from his ankles. Fourth and two for St. Francis at the Eagle 36. They've got to get to the 34. Well, this is your ball game right here. I really believe it. If Canton Galva can get a stop here on this huge fourth down play, get the ball. Their offense is clicking right now. Fourth and two. Canton Galva loads the box with eight defenders up the middle. They go got for it. it, and I'm not sure if he's there. It's going to be the spin on the spot where they... Ooh, that's, that's a pretty It was good. Shadron Blanco that ran up the middle. If it's a left foot spot, it's Canton Galva. If it's a right foot spot, it's St. Francis. That's how close it is. I think he's got it by the nose. I think he's short. They needed to get to the 34 or just short of the 34, and the back end of the football is on the 35. The front end of the football is not quite to the 34, and we've got a good angle as they bring the chains out. Oh, boy, is this close after that fourth down run. Canton Galva hoping for a stop, and it is short. Canton Galva comes up with a turnover on downs, and the Eagles will take over at their 35-yard line. My goodness. Canton Galva with back-to-back -back stops and now have a chance to make it a one-touchdown game, trailing 36-20, 5-14 to go in the third. And I think you just got to – they've got Dinkle now on Struber, matched up man-to-man, -man, so – it's obvious they know the ball's going to go to Struber. Might be a time to hit him with Braden Collins right up the middle. First and 10 for Canton Galva at its own 35. Back to within 16. Direct snap to Collins. Collins lowers his shoulder and makes his way through the middle for a gain of three. 
Approaching midfield to the 40, gain a three to the 38. Collins just hasn't really been able to get on track. He had one 26-yard run, and other than that, he's only got 10 other yards. 12 carries, 36 yards for Collins. Under five to go third quarter, Kenton Gava trails 36 to 20 after trailing 36 to nothing. Trying for its fourth consecutive touchdown, handoff up the middle, Collins makes his way into Indian territory at the 39, and that will be a gain of three to make it third down and four. Well, I think if you're Canton Gallo, this is two down territory because you're still down 16 points. So you get a good gain here. Even if you don't make it, you got to go on fourth down. Your defense is playing well right now. Third and four in St. Francis territory at the 39. Landon Everett takes a snap looking to pass. Once one quick to the near side, caught by Struber. Struber at the 35 and out of bounds inside the 30 and down to the 27-yard line. They find their number one man again, Tyson Struber. That's their third, third down conversion of the second half. First and 10 Eagles at the St. Francis 27. You have 12 on the pickup and Dinkle went for the interception that time. Landon Everett designed quarterback run on first and 10. Everett shakes and bakes to the outside, breaks out a one tackle, and is taken down. They'll give him some forward progress down to the 26, when in reality, he probably could have been called for a loss of two. Instead, second down to nine. Yeah, Landon Everett just hasn't been able to get going either. Really, the running game, Canton Galva averaging less than three yards of carry in this game. Canton Galva with a wind at its back, 345 left to go third quarter. Trailing 36-20, but a chance to make this an eight-point game. Second and nine, Everett to pass. Looks near side, pumps. He's got Struber in the end zone. Struber makes the catch. Touchdown, Eagles! What a play. Landon Everett pumped here to the near side. Finds Tyson Struber as they strike and are able to score from 26 yards out. And this is a 10-point game, 36-26, with 3.34 to go. And that's in the third quarter. And that's why these two-point conversions now are very important. Tyson Struber with his third touchdown reception of the game, and all of them have happened since the 58-second mark of the second quarter. 3.34 to go in the third, 36-26. Landon Everett will get the play call from the near side for the two-point conversion. If Canton Galva gets the two-point conversion here, they're back to within eight. Wow. And they still have 3.34 to go in the quarter with the win. They could get a three and out. Who knows? Brandon Huff in the backfield with Landon Everett. Landon Everett takes a snap, wants to run to the outside. Everett is hit by St. Francis and will not make it to the end zone, keeping this at a 10-point game. But Canton Gava scores its fourth consecutive touchdown to make it 36-26. Landon Everett with a great pass down the near side for Tyson Struber. They pumped threw toward the end zone and Struber made the grab on the goal line and we have got a game. What a comeback by the Eagles. 36 to 26 here from Fisher Field in Newton with 3.34 to go in the third. And somehow this Canton Galva team has found life. They have fought their way back. And with another stop, Steve, they can't tie the game at this point. It's still a two-possession game, and that's why that two-point conversion was so big. But they're back in this game, and with the way this defense is playing, you got to like their chances. Well, that's what we said. It, it starts with defense. I know the offense is uh, really firing now, but as long as they keep getting stops, they give that offense a chance to put points on the board. 
How about these Eagles trailing 36 to nothing? Scored. They were trailing 36 to nothing with less than three minutes to go before the half. And in the last 12 minutes, have scored 26 points. Well, Tyson Struber has just shown the state today. He is a star receiver and uh, just an incredible athlete. Brandon Huff to kick off for Kenton Gavo with a big win at its back. And now the ball falls off the tee right as Huff made his way up there. And I thought Kenton Gavo would have been off sides had he kicked that game, but the they were not throwing a flag. But you look at the last five catches for Struber, 39, 26, 52, 12, and 26. Not bad. That's not bad. Just a sophomore. Yeah. He has three receiving touchdowns of the game for 16 on the year. <laughs> so Brandon Huff will try the kickoff again. And St. Francis now, they're the ones that got to be a little shell-shocked. For one thing, they keep running the same direction, and Canton Galvez figured out you just have to stack if you're Canton Galvez the right side of your defense because everything is left for St. Francis. They got to start running some stuff the other way. Brandon Huff to kick off with... Eagle Nation roaring here at Fisher Field. Ball bounces in front of Brady Dinkle, and he bobbles it. The ball will go into the end zone, though, and St. Francis will start at its 15. And all those things that went against Canton Galbert now starting to rear their head for St. Francis, like struggling to, you know, catch the ball on the kickoff and things like that. 3.34 to go here in the third quarter, and Canton Galva's defense trying to amp it up, and... How about a turnover, Steve? Oh, this place would be up for grabs if that happened. The Eagle Nation is just getting really excited here. First down and 10. It's a single wing look. Shadron Blanca runs up the middle for St. Francis and is able to make his way into the linebacking core with a gain of four. Second down and six from the 20, or excuse me, the 19. And if you're Canton Gavit, you just have to keep getting stops. 13th possession of the game for St. Francis. Jay Nightingale comes in on the defensive line. The 5'10", 251-pound senior trying to plug up some holes there up front for St. Francis's offense. Second down and six from the 19. St. Francis taking a lot more time in the huddle. Again, another single wing look. Blanca and Dinkle back behind. Direct snap to Dinkle. Dinkle runs up the middle, and he's upended by the safety man. As this one was trying to get through, Tyson Struber hit him after a gain of four up to the 24, third down, excuse me, 23, third down and two. 138 yards on 29 carries, and they did what you have to do on Dinkle. You got to hit him low. You got to take his long legs out from under him. Third down and a long one. Third down and one and a half. They've got to get to the 25. Ball is in between the 23 and the 24. Down to five seconds to snap it. St. Francis might not get this off. And the Indians are forced to take their second time out. Wow. They are just a little out of sync right now. On Canton Galva has brought the intensity here in the second half. 2.10 to go in the third quarter. Canton Galva trails St. Francis 36-26. A big third down and two coming up when we come back. This timeout is brought to you by the Lindsborg Community Hospital Urgent Care Clinic. Now open seven days a week to meet your health care needs. Back in 30 seconds, you're listening to Canton Galva State Championship Football on 96.7 FM KBBE. Third down and one. St. Francis went quickly after the timeout and stretched the football forward and fumbled but they will say that the, the knee was down on the runner there for St. Francis and Shadron Blanca, and he's just short 
They're on third and one to make it fourth down and inches for St. Francis from its own 24. And St. Francis will go for it. This is a very risky play for St. Francis. They got to execute it perfectly. You know they're going to go to the left side. That's where they've been going all day. Fourth and inches, St. Francis from its own 24 and a half. They have to cross the 25. Two backs behind, Blanca and Dinkle. They give it to Blanca. Blanca stretches forward and should have it up for the first down. He was stopped initially, kept his feet moving, and will cross the 25 to the 26. Fresh set of downs for St. Francis with 1.30 left to go in the third quarter. St. Francis leads by 10. And Dinkle gave him a little bit of shove in the back to push him forward. First down and 10 for St. Francis at its own 26-yard line, approaching the end of this third quarter. Canton Galva was down 36 to nothing, but has scored the last 26 points to get back to within 10. First and 10, Dinkle keeps up the middle. Dinkle hit and taken down for no gain. Mason Reedy was there, as well as Nick Pearson for no gain. Second down and 10. Well, again, when you look back at the first half, they scored just basically because Canton Galva had so many turnovers deep in their own territory. They, it's not like they have just been putting up a ton of yards. Second down and 10 for St. Francis at its own 26. The Indians have used two timeouts, but the clock is St. Francis's friend. And if they do things right, this could be the final play of the third quarter. Snap comes back, design run, Shadron Blanca. Blanca trying to get the edge, and he's taken down for a big time loss. Chasing him into the backfield, Tyson Struber brings him down for a loss of five. That will likely be the final play of the third quarter. St. Francis looking at a third down and 15. Big play by the Canton Galva defense. They were gonna look like throw the football, which is very uncommon for St. Francis considering they hadn't thrown the ball in four weeks. Third down and 15. Three seconds left to go here in the third quarter. St. Francis will take this to quarter number four. The second half, the third quarter has been all Eagles. They were trailing at the break, 36-14. They have scored two touchdowns. And at the end of three, trail St. Francis 36-26 of the third and 15 for the Indians coming up to start the fourth quarter. 12 more minutes to determine a state champion here from Newton. You're listening to Canton Galva State Championship Football on 96.7 FM KBBE. We start the fourth quarter from Fisher Field in Newton. Jim Joyner, Steve Sell, 96.7 FM, KBBE for the 2019 eight-man Division I state championship game. 12 more minutes to go. Canton Galva trails St. Francis 36-26 as they are back to within 10. And St. Francis looking at a third down and 15 on the first play of the fourth quarter. Brady Dinkle out of the gun. Will St. Francis pass now with the win at its back? St. Francis will. Dinkle throws one up for grabs. This one is broken up by Tyson Struber. They threw one up for grabs for Adam Klein over the middle. Tyson Struber, the hard-hitting man in the secondary, playing his best game of the season, breaks it up incomplete. Fourth and 15, and a St. Francis punt on the way. Boy, what Canton Gavel could use right now is a punt return for a touchdown. I believe Struber is going back. Tyson Struber will wait for the Brady Dinkle punt to come back to him. And this one wasn't hit great. Spiraling punt that bounces at the Kenton Galva 30 and takes a nice Indian bounce down to about the 20. And we'll see where they mark it. It is exactly on the 20. So Kenton Galva takes over at its own 20, 11.48 to go. And if you're the Eagles, you really you want a quick score here. First and 10 with 11.48 to go. 
And if they are able to find a way to score quickly, you got to love this defense's chance because they have been lights out. They really have. Ever since the first couple of drives of this game, remember Kenton Galva had five first-half turnovers. First and ten for Landon Everett and Kenton Galva trying to score for the fifth consecutive drive. They fake to Tyson Struber on the jet sweep. Everett keeps. Everett running near side with a hole. Everett at midfield. Everett down the near sideline. 30, 20, 10, 5. Touchdown, Kenton Galva. 60 yards on the Landon Everett run. And the Eagles are back to within four. 36-32 St. Francis. The senior Landon Everett ran right down the near sideline. How about that for a quick score? Landon Everett and the Eagles with a two-point conversion can make it a two-point game. Unbelievable. You got to believe. If you're a Canton Galva fan, you just got to believe in this team. You saw them score 32 points against South Central. They have scored 32 unanswered here. Two-point conversion really big here. Landon Everett trying to make it 36-34. Snap comes back to him. They give to Tyson Struber on the handoff. Struber to the end zone and scores. It's a two-point conversion. Canton Galva has scored 34 unanswered points, and the Eagles are back to within two, 36-34. Unbelievable. Landon Everett with a 60-yard touchdown run. His 23rd rushing touchdown, 24th rushing touchdown of the season. And the Eagles, after trailing 36 to nothing, trail 36-34. Well, in the second quarter, we were starting to think of filler material because uh, it was looking like such a one-sided blowout. But I'll tell you what, I don't know what Shelby Hoppe said at halftime, but this team has come out, and they have just absolutely dominated this game since uh late in the first uh, first half. 36-34 St. Francis. Canton Galva will be kicking off into the wind, and this Eagle defense has been up to the challenge since the very end of the second quarter. And if it weren't for five Canton Galva turnovers in the first half, well, you'd be feeling pretty good as an Eagle fan, yep. but you're back to within two with 11.37 to go. First play for Kenton Galva and Landon Everett well, takes it right to the house. That's what we were talking about. You need a quick score and Landon Everett now, he's just throwing all the pain aside. He's just gonna give it his all here. Brandon Huff kicks off right down the middle back toward Brady Dinkle, makes the grab at his 15 and then makes the way up to the 25 and Kenton Galva brings him down at the 26. Well, here is where that Eagle defense can shine one more time. Can they come up with another stop and give the offense a chance to take the lead? And the other thing, too, here, Steve, if St. Francis scores a touchdown and they don't get the two-point conversion, it's still a one-possession game. Yeah, St. Francis has not scored. Again, they took advantage of incredible field position for all their scores but one in the first half. Starting at their own 26, out of the gun, Brady Dinkle and Adam Krein. Dinkle runs to his right. Dinkle... Runs right into a brick wall, and it's Connor Kane that brings him down for a loss. Back to the 25. Dinkle waited and waited and waited and ran right into the junior nose tackle, Connor Kane, who had 10 tackles last week, second down and 11. And this is where the diversity in the two teams' offenses is really coming into play. They're just not used to throwing the football, and Canton Galvez figured some things out against the run. Of course, Canton... Uh, with that multiple offensive attack. 11 minutes to go, 36-34, St. Francis here in the 2019 eight-man division one state championship game. 
Single wing look. Shadron Blanca running out of room and taken down by Landon Everett for a big time. TFL. Landon Everett, the senior, not trying to go down easy tonight. Third down and 13 coming up for St. Francis. And the Indians will be forced to pass more than likely. And remember, they only have one timeout left. St. Francis can't gather with its full complement of timeouts. Third down and 13, Landon Everett with the two-yard tackle for a loss. 10-20 to go. 36-34, St. Francis leads by two, but needing a big-time conversion. Third down, 13. St. Francis Flip. takes a snap, Dinkle to pass. Dinkle rolling near side, Dinkle has to throw one up for grabs. Deep down the field, it's incomplete. And St. Francis will be forced to punt. And Canton Galvo will have its first chance to take the lead. Uh, that's just, it's almost unfathomable. You know, I've been covering high school football for 44 years. I don't think I've ever seen anything quite like this. This is just amazing. St. Francis led 36 to nothing with 2.57 to go in the second quarter. Brady Dinkle will punt, and there's a flag down at the line of scrimmage. Can't gather too many guys on the field. The punt will go over the head of Tyson Struber. And I think I think actually St. Francis will decline that because they are, they have a mile to go to get a first down. They, they'll have Canton Gava on the 15-yard line. So I think if you're uh, if you're St. Francis, you decline this because that is a 60-yard punt. It's got to be on Canton Gava because they were running guys on the field. I didn't see the call, Steve. So they're talking over on the far sideline, so it is on Kenton Galva. 36-34, St. Francis leads with 9.57 to go in the game. They just punted one into the end zone for a touchback, but we'll see if they decide well, to take this penalty. Somehow, I, is this, the official's looking like he's going to mark it off. Of, Let's go! An illegal substitution on Kenton Galva right. and an illegal procedure on St. Francis. So offsetting oh, penalties. What a break for Canton Galva. That's a big break for Canton Galva. So St. Francis will punt again. Fourth down and 13, 9.57 to go, 36-34 St. Francis. And in this type of game, a ton of time left. Tyson Struber, they nearly block the punt, and they throw in a flag. It's got to be running. The punt lands out of bounds. It's a running into the kicker, though. I think it's a five. Yep. It's only a five, and that is not an automatic first down. The punt went out of bounds, and it was not a good punt. So that means St. Francis will likely punt again. It was fourth down and 13. And, boy, he didn't really do. And Shelby Hoppus wants a tip. He says, we tipped that ball. This has been a mess the last minute. It's not an automatic first down, I don't believe, on a Not on the five. Down. So it's a running into the kicker on Canton Galva, and they will replay fourth down and try the punt again, this time from fourth down and eight. And if you're Canton Galva, I don't think you even try to block this. I really don't. You can't risk a penalty at this point. So still fourth down and long. St. Francis with a big win at its back and 9.52 to go. Well, if they keep doing this, they can dwindle down the next 10 minutes. Brady Dinkle to punt. They don't rush much, and Dinkle hits a low-line drive. It's in front of Struber and rolls into the end zone for a touchback. And Canton Galva, down by two, will start at its own 15 with 9.46 to go. Now, if you're Canton Galva, you've got plenty of time. And all three timeouts. 
Not that they're going to need him on this drive. 9.46 to go from their own 15. Canton Galva can take its first lead of the game after trailing 36 to nothing. Landon Everett with Braden Collins is running back to his left. First down and 10. Everett designed run. Everett spins, makes his way up the middle, and picks up about five yards to the 20. Second down and five on the Landon Everett designed quarterback run. And what a shot. He play and he still gets right back up. Remember Landon Everett playing with that separated AC joint in his shoulder and gunning through it here today, trying to win a state championship. Everett run again on second and five, and this time he's stuffed at the line of scrimmage for no gain. Third down and five for Kenton Galva now at its own 20. And you got to think they're going to try to find uh, Struber maybe in the flat here. Tyson Struber has three receiving touchdowns today. Landon Everett with two rushing touchdowns. Third and five from the 20 with nine minutes to go. Canton Gava trails by two. Brandon Huff in the backfield with Landon Everett. Third and five from the 20. Everett takes a snap looking left, wants the pass. Throws one for Tyson Struber. Makes a catch at midfield and makes his way into St. Francis territory down to the 37-yard line. Struber almost broke through the Eagles with a big-time conversion on the move, trying to take their first lead of the game. Give 23 on the play to Struber. He's How good has Tyson Struber been today? Not only defensively, but or not only offensively, but his defense has been tremendous too. First and 10 for Canton Galva at the St. Francis 37. Trailing by two with 8.15 to go. Run up the middle, Braden Collins with some separation. Braden Collins made his way to the secondary and is taken down after a gain of nine. Second down and one coming up inside the St. Francis 30. To the 28. Canton Galva's just feeling it right now. They just feel like they cannot be stopped. We have seen this before from this team against South Central. No, no panic, no rush. Just keep doing what you're doing if you're Canton Galva. Brandon Huff back in the game with Landon Everett behind him. A shotgun, but angled back to his right. Second down and one. Landon Everett takes a high snap, runs up the middle. Everett at the 25. Everett lowers his shoulder and makes his way down to the 20. First down and 10, Canton Galva. They'll spot him at the 21, and now a St. Francis Indian is down in the middle of the field. That was Colton Neitzel, or excuse me. Landon Everett now, 15 carries, 102 yards. Remember, he was minus 11 at one point, but... He is just gutted. This is just a portrait in courage right now. And they got a Jesse Baxter is still down on the play. He was he was slow to get up at first. And if you're a Canton Galva fan, Jesse Baxter is not one you want to see hurt. But if he sits down a couple of plays, you wouldn't mind because he is a terrific defensive end. So Canton Galva will have a first down and 10 at the 21 as they look at Jesse Baxter down on the field right now. 7.34 to go. St. Francis 36, Canton Galva 34. And as we walk you back through what happened in this game, St. Francis scored the first five touchdowns of this game, leading 8 to nothing, 14 nothing, 22 nothing, 30 to nothing, and 36 to nothing with 2.57 to go in the second quarter. So this was a blowout, 36 to nothing. And St. Francis had a chance to score another touchdown before the half and potentially go ahead and find a way to win this one at the break. But Canton Gava scored two touchdowns right before the half. 
One with 159, 139 to go in the second quarter on a run by Landon Everett, and then another on a receiving touchdown by Tyson Struber, which made it 36 to 14 at the break. Since then, Canton Galva has come up with three stops defensively, four stops defensively, excuse me, and three touchdowns, and they are back to within two, 36-34. Here in the eight-man Division I state championship game from Fisher Field in Newton, as Jesse Baxter will be helped off the field for St. Francis and with no weight on his left yeah, I leg. Think, I don't think we're going to see him again. And uh, if you're if you're Canton Galva, though, uh, you have just, you know, we said it had to start with the defense, and that's where it started, getting stops and allowing this high octane offense to finally find its footing, which it has done here. First and ten Eagles after the nice run. First and 10 Eagles at the St. Francis 21. And St. Francis will have to go into its depth chart, which they don't do much of. No, they do not sub. It's basically eight guys. And Shannon Rethke will come in at the defensive end spot, the 150-pound sophomore. First and 10 Eagles at the St. Francis 21, trailing by two. Handoff, Braden Collins tripped up in the secondary and almost was able to break away and score the go-ahead touchdown. They stop him at the 12 and they will say just short second down and inches. Yeah. Quickly on the ball, second down and inches from the 12. Landon Everett takes a snap, give to Collins again. Collins inside the 10, he's got the first down, and a first and goal coming up for the Eagles at the nine with 7-11 to go. Well, we talked about it. You know, they don't sub, Canton Galva does, and maybe that conditioning is paying off for Canton Galva. 7-10 to go. Canton Galva with a first and goal at the St. Francis nine, trailing by two, 36-34. Landon Everett with Brandon Huff in the backfield with him. And now Canton Galva trying to take a little more time. 6.50 to go, a ton of time left to go in this game. First and goal at the nine. Landon Everett will run. Everett to the near side, five. Everett lowers his shoulder, and is he in? Yes, he is. Touchdown, Canton Galva. The Eagles somehow have overcome and swung it 40 points, and they lead St. Francis 40-36 to with 6.45 to go. 40 consecutive points for the Eagles, and they lead here in the state championship game. Unbelievable. They go 65 yards on eight plays and will go for two to try and make it a six-point lead. Yeah, and I think it starts up front. They're just getting big holes now. 6.45 to go. They go same end around play. Tyson Struber walks it in with a two-point conversion. Canton Galva leads 42-36 to here in the eight-man Division I state championship game with 6.45 to go. Landon Everett with back-to-back -back rushing touchdowns. This one from nine yards out, plus the two-point conversion. And for the first time today, Canton Galva leads as they are 6.45 away from the first state championship in program history. And this is just, this is about the most unbelievable thing I think I've ever seen. It's just, what a testament to Coach Hoppus, these players. Now they've got to get one more big defensive stop because this offense can't be stopped right now. I, I think St. Francis is a little bit gassed, and I just think Canton Gallant, they're riding this emotional adrenaline right now. St. Francis, remember, has the wind at its back as the Indians, who really do not throw the football, will have to find a way to score a touchdown and with a two-point conversion take the lead. Heck, we may have two or three more scores left in this uh, game. There is a lot of time well, left in this game. That's what we say about the eight-man, because the eight-man game, 
you find schools that have that one really great athlete that can just basically make a play on his own and both teams have a two or three guys like that and we're seeing it with Canton Galva. 42-36 Canton Galva with 6.45 to go. 42-36 Brandon Huff with a kickoff into the wind back toward Brady Dinkle who makes the grab at his 12. Dinkle on the near hashes. Dinkle runs up the middle and is taken down at the 25-yard line. So St. Francis down six with 6.39 to go. Takes over and will have to try and find a way to win here in this game and come back. St. Francis was up 36-0. Steve, I have received a text from a Canton Galvaite okay. that says she is crying. Emotional day today <laughs> in this unbelievable comeback. First down and 10 for St. Francis at its own 25. 6.39 to go. Brady Dinkle out of the gun. Counterplay, and Dinkle is blown up in the backfield. The Eagle pressure up front comes through. Nick Pearson with a tackle for a loss, and a loss of three back to the 22. Well, again, as great as the Canton Gala offense has been, and it is, has been fantastic, getting stops on defense is what got them back into the game. They knew at some point this offense would get on track. Now the defense has to, has to continue to play lights out. Second and 13 for St. Francis with 6.05 to go. Canton Galva trailed 36 to nothing and now leads 42-36. Dinkle out of the gun. Two receivers to his right. Dinkle to pass. Dinkle trying to air one out down the middle. Beyond the defense and it's picked off by Tyson Struber. Struber at the near 30. Struber at midfield trying to take it back to the house. Struber hit at the 30-yard line and the Eagles take over in St. Francis territory at the 27. Tyson Struber did it 10 times a season ago and that's his seventh pick of the year. First down and 10, Canton, Galva, Eagles with a chance to make it a two-score game, 5.48 to go. This is about as exciting as uh, the Tiger game, <laughs> I'll tell you. Back when Taylor Robertson, Manny Cooks, and the McPherson girls found a way to beat Bishop Meage in overtime After back being in 2018. Down, being down eight points with less than two minutes to go. Well, Canton Galva takes over now at the St. Francis 27. Landon Everett run up the middle. Landon Everett into the secondary. See you later, St. Francis 10-5. Touchdown, Eagles. Landon Everett from 27 yards out with 5.40 to go. And Canton Galva leads 48-36. Unbelievable. Uh, Landon Everett, this is as courageous a performance as you will ever see. 48 to 36 on the 27 yard run by Landon Everett with 540 to go and Canton Galva leads by 12. And look at the St. Francis cheering section, well, I should say cheering section, the section over there, they are in shock. Maybe the most improbable comeback in state championship game history. Canton Galva takes a timeout with a 48-36 lead and 5.40 to go. Landon Everett with a 27-yard rushing touchdown put the St. Francis Indians in the dust. And Canton Galva, after trailing, after trailing by five scores, now leads by two. And we were talking the 45-point rule might come into effect right. in the first half for St. Francis. They were very close to closing this perhaps closing this game out, but 
I think what you're seeing is St. Francis does not have any, basically any subs. They play their iron eight, and they are just gassed. They're tired of chasing Everett. They're tired of chasing Struber. Struber just, I'll tell you what, what an incredible athlete he is. It's not over yet. A lot of game left to go. But this Canton Galva team is feeling good. Aaron Newton. 5.40 to go. They'll go for two. 48-36. Everett out of the gun. Takes a snap and rolls left. He's got the entire field in front of him. Landon Everett, two-point conversion, but a flag yeah, is thrown. Had a hold out there on the left end. So it will be a hold on Canton Galva, making this a much longer two-point conversion. 48 to 36. Canton Galva now with 200 yards on the ground. And what were they at half? They had like 40, I think, at the half. They had 53 at the half. So they will try the two-point conversion again. Canton Galva trailed 36 to nothing with two minutes to go in the second quarter. And we were thinking running clock at half, two-point conversion. Everett rolls to his right, passes toward Tyson Struber, makes the catch. Is he in the end zone? Yes, and he's in, two-point conversion. What a throw, what a catch on the back shoulder. Tyson Struber for two, and Canton Galva leads 50 to 36 with 5.40 to go. Oh, this, this is just, I mean, there's no words to describe this. Landon Everett with four rushing touchdowns today. Tyson Struber with three receiving touchdowns from guess who? Landon Everett, a guy that we did not know if he was even going to be able to play today. Landon Everett accounting for seven touchdowns, not to mention playing defense. And Canton Gava leads 50 to 36 with 5.40 to go. Unbelievable. Oh, I, I'm, I'm speechless. I mean, I've seen a lot of things in 44 years, 45 years of covering high school football, but nothing like this. I've never seen a team that looked so down and so dead in the water make a comeback like this. And the one play that I think St. Francis will turn to is when the Indians took over right before the half with 1.36 to go and fumbled. It gave Canton Galva life. The Eagles scored to just trail 36-14 at the half. And I said it, Steve, that they went into the half feeling confident. St. Francis felt a little dejected that they couldn't put it away. And Canton Galva somehow has scored 50 unanswered points and leads by 14, 5.40 to go. Brandon Huff will kick off. A toe poke will bounce up the middle. Scooped up by Brady Dinkle. He bobbles it down inside the 10. Dinkle trying to escape. Dinkle trying to get back to the 10 and taken down to the 12. 5.33 to go. St. Francis takes over at its own 11 is where they'll spot the football. And here is the game. St. Francis has got to score to find a way to get back in this. Well, I don't think it's going to matter because if Canton Galva gets the ball, they're not going to be stopped. But again, we talked about in the first half, look at all those kickoffs that Canton Galva boxed around and fumbled around in the first half. All the things that went wrong for Canton Galva in the first half are happening to St. Francis in the second half. 5.33 to go, and St. Francis takes over at its 11. Can that Eagle defense come up with yet another stop? It was an interception by Tyson Struber on the last drive. Dinkle to pass, being chased all the way back into the end zone. Dinkle scrambles around, picks up the first, then some more as he makes his way out to the 23-yard line and a run of 12 yards. It was almost a safety, but the very quick Brady Dinkle gets out of trouble and brings it out to the 23. 
That's the first first down for St. Francis in quite some time. Down to 520 to go. Kenton Gava leads by 14, 50 to 36. A comeback for the ages. First and 10. St. Francis probably needs to pick up the pace here a little bit with 5.05 to go. Brady Dinkle out of the gun. Dinkle to pass, looking left. Looking left and looking deep, gets hit. Ball is in the air and it's intercepted by Brandon Huff to the 35. Huff trying to take it back for six. Down the near sideline, 10, five, dives for the pylon and they'll say he stepped out of bounds at the four. Brandon Huff almost had the pick six as Brady Dinkle was hit as he threw. Brandon Huff with his third interception of the season and the Eagles have got it first and goal at the St. Francis four. My goodness, this is, you gotta love eight-man football, man. I tell you what, just incredible stuff happens. And Canton Galvin now can put this game away with a touchdown and two-pointer. They will start at the St. Francis four with 4.50 to go. Landon Everett out of the pistol. Everett gives to Braden Collins and walks into the end zone for an Eagle touchdown. 56 consecutive points for Canton Galva as they lead St. Francis. 56-36 with 4.47 to go. <laughs> wow. That's all I can say. I mean, there's people passing out in the stands. They're just, they're fainting from just, they're losing their minds. They'll go for two. Landon Everett gives right back to Braden Collins and tiptoes into the end zone. The two-point conversion is good. Canton Gama leads by 22. And I get the feeling they're going to have a celebration in between Canton and Gava tonight. Well, Park your cars halfway between the two towns and start the party. My goodness. This is just uh, beyond phenomenal. Canton 44, Galva. what is it, 44 points in the second half? Is that correct, or 42? They've scored 44 second-half points with 4.47 to go in the game. Well, and now it's, you know, it's just starting to look like, you know, they were the better team all along. They just kind of shot themselves in the foot. Once they got those big horses up front blocking, I'll tell you, look at Zachary Hoppus. He's losing his mind here, and uh, great job. You know, his, he's really happy for his little brother. Shelby and uh, Canton Galva's feeling good right now. They feel like they've got this football game under control. A little over four years ago, Canton Galva did not have enough players to play an eight-man football game. Weekend. They didn't have eight players to play. Yep. And now they're 447 away. When these seniors were in eighth grade, they watched that happen, and they're 447 away from the first state championship in program history. Unbelievable. 58-36, Canton Gava leads with 4.47 to go. And maybe the greatest state championship game comeback is about to come full circle. Brandon Huff, after the interception, kicks this one back off, all the way back to St. Francis at the 10, coming back across the middle and tripped up at about the 21 there for St. Francis was Josiah Sims. And so Sims made it out to the 24. And that is where St. Francis will try and get something going here with 4.40 to go. What is going through the minds of the St. Francis players? You're you're probably celebrating at halftime. You're up 30, you know, you have 36 points at halftime. Your defense is just playing lights out. But uh, my goodness, this is just a comeback for the ages. I know Tom Brady was down 28 to three in the Super Bowl against Matt Ryan and the Atlanta Falcons and found a way to force overtime. 
But the Eagles don't need no overtime. No stinking overtime. First down and 10 for St. Francis with still 4.40 to go. There have been three scores in the last two minutes. And we have played two hours and 19 minutes in this football game. And now a delay of game on St. Francis wow. off of the kickoff. They are just totally discombobulated. So back them up to the 19, first and 15 for Kenton Galva. Well, we were hoping, we we're hoping at some point to talk to Shelby Hoppus. I, I don't know if we'll ever be able to get to him because he's going to have so many people just. He is now the most popular man. He is the mayor of Canton and Galva both. <laughs> Shelby Hoppus for mayor. First and 15 from the 19-yard line for St. Francis down to its last gasp. Shadron Blanca runs up the middle on the single wing and is taken down for a loss of one. Brandon Huff there to hit him. And what a year Brandon Huff has had. More than 80 tackles, 11 for a loss, three interceptions, and this one will be for no gain second and 15. And I mean, St. Francis has basically done absolutely nothing in the second half. No points after 36 points in basically a quarter and a half in that first half. They're just not equipped to throw the ball. It's just unusual for them. Second and 15. Now Blanca to pass. Blanca heaves one all the way down the field. The Eagles are in coverage and had it locked up on Brady Dinkle, who is their big play threat. They can't afford to have him back at quarterback. They want to have him at wide receiver, and that's incomplete. Tyson Struber, Kinzer Colgin in coverage. Steve, I got a text from our good friend Chad Marston, who saying? always sends us updates during the game. He doesn't need to today. He said, we're going to 45-point rule him. <laughs> 58-36 with 3.58 to go. Third down and 15 for St. Francis. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I, I, I'm, I'm just in, I've, I've never covered a game like this, and I've covered thousands and thousands of games in, in my day. 58 straight points by Canton Galvo. Josiah Sims takes the direct snap. Sims <laughs> runs out of real estate and is swarmed by the blue and red. They'll give him maybe one to the 20. Fourth down and 14 for St. Francis with 3.45 to go. They gave him a yard. Sims had been a guy that we thought would be a factor offensively in this game. Well, Canton Galva's going back for the punt, but there's no way they're going to punt the ball down 22. Fourth and 14. St. Francis will try for one more conversion. And a punt here would be throwing in the towel, which I don't think they'll do. No, they won't. Down to four seconds on the play clock, down to three. They snap it at the right moment. Blanca to pass. Blanca stepping up. Blanca escapes, throws one all the way down the field. Josiah Sims behind the defense, but overthrown and incomplete. And the Canton Galva defense holds with 3.05 to go. And Canton Galva could very well put another point touchdown on the board because right now this St. Francis team is just in a state of shock and they're just kind of falling. St. Francis has put in its backups. Wow. Exactly. What backups they have. They only have 17 guys on their roster and there's some guys now. And I don't know if Shelby Hoppus has realized that but uh, he's going to now we have a timeout. There's a flag for too many St. Francis Indians on the field but they got the timeout first. Yeah. And I think you might see maybe Maltby come in for Canton Galva. I, I mean, they're conceding. So if you're Canton Galva, I think you just put your backups in and just run the ball straight ahead. 
What an unbelievable day here in Newton at Fisher Field. For those of you that are just now tuning in and got the text at halftime that said, oh boy, the Eagles are down 36 to nothing. So much for that. Well, you should have stayed stay tuned. They were down 36-14 at half. They found a way to come up with four consecutive stops to begin the second half. They had four consecutive scores. Since then, they've scored three more times, and they have scored 50 eight consecutive points to lead 58-36 with 3.05 to go now if you're and have the ball. Yeah, now they've got their backups in. If you're Kent Galva, do you put your backups in or you just run, just dives? First and 10 from the 20, handoff right in Collins. Collins to the outside. Collins stays on his feet, picks up the first down and has got 13 yards, first and goal at the seven. First and goal from the seven. And for the first time, I think, in the last 40 minutes, these women in front of our crowd, Mike, have stopped screaming. They're, it's been that much they're fun. They're exhausted. They've got to be exhausted. They have just been screaming and screaming and screaming because that's the way this second half has been. First and goal from the eight with 2.40 to go. Landon Everett with Braden Collins behind him as they let the play clock wind down to seven, down to six. Everett takes a snap. Hands off, Braden Collins. Collins lowers his shoulder and dives, but is just shy of the goal line. Second to goal from the one coming up. Canton Galvo with a 22-point lead and 2.15 to go. And they are planning the parade, planning the party. Oh, I don't, I got a feeling it's gonna be pretty electric in Canton and Galva tonight. Second down and goal from the one with two minutes left to go. They can score one more touchdown to put the exclamation point on maybe the greatest comeback in state championship game football history. Everett takes a snap, gives off right in Collins, and he's into the end zone from the one. Touchdown, Eagles. 64 to 36 with 147 to go. And we talked about the eight-man game, just how crazy it can be. This has just been a remarkable, remarkable turnaround. Canton Galva has scored 64 consecutive points. And now the backups come in for Canton Galva. For the two-point conversion and a standing ovation here from the near sideline at Fisher Field. It's going to be a Canton Galva coronation this afternoon here in Newton as the Eagles will have to take the delay of game or a timeout. They have scored. <laughs> if they scored the two-point conversion here, they scored 40 points in the second half. I'm sorry, that's not correct. They scored 50, 50 in the yeah. second half. Yeah, math's hard. Math is a hard <laughs> subject. 64-36, Garrett Maltby in the game for the two-point conversion. The freshman quarterback hands off near side. Eagles racing to the goal line and scoring. It's Andre Patton that scores. The senior running back who has five rushing touchdowns on the season. That one a two-point conversion. And Canton Galva, after trailing by 36, now leads by 30, 66 to 36. Okay, Christmas, this is just insane. Unreal today from Fisher Field. And I think anybody who has ever lived in Canton or Galva showed up today at Fisher Field. And I think all those people at halftime of this game were wishing they hadn't. <laughs> it was 36 to 14. 
and it was not looking good. And that's being honest. Yeah. We were thinking, okay, how many plays before this is over in the second half? Yeah. We were thinking this is going to be a 45-point blowout, and what a bummer to end this season. But that's not what Shelby Hoppus and the Kenton Galva Eagles were thinking, Steve. They were thinking just one more stop. Yeah. Just one more stop. And they did it and did it and did it and kept on going. And they have scored 66 straight points and, to lead 66-36. What, what did we say at halftime? It has to start with the defense because they had to get stops to give the offense a chance. Brandon Huff with a kickoff here for Canton Galva with 147 to go. Josiah Sims makes the grab at his 12. Sims can't get away. Sims somehow stays on his feet. Sims now effort. taken down at the 17. Great effort that time. Broke about four tackles. This has been about the craziest game I can remember because both of these teams have had so many offensive possessions. Yeah. This is possession number 19 for St. Francis in this game. We just don't see that many possessions in the 11-man game. 139 to go in the game. St. Francis starts at its own 18. Canton Galva with a 30-point lead, and the backups are in. Both teams have put in the reserves. Well, at least Kenton Galva's defense is. There are a few reserves mixed in for St. Francis. Josiah Sims will run to the outside. Sims cuts back in and will pick up about six, making his way to the 25-yard line. Second down and three with 1.25 to go. And remember, St. Francis with only three seniors on their team. I got a feeling there's a really good chance uh, if Little River isn't there next year, it's going to be St. Francis again because Little River didn't have very many seniors either. Second down and three from the 25 with 1.05 to go. St. Francis is in no hurry. Josiah Sims will take the direct snap and run here to the near side. Sims trying to bounce to the outside. Sims hit once, hit twice, and taken down by the Eagles back at the 23. With 50 seconds to go, St. Francis does have to run one more play. What a comeback. What a season. A 13-0 season it's going to be for Canton Galva. And I'll repeat it again. Four years ago, they had to forfeit a game because they didn't have eight players. That's right. And in four years, well, some wonderful things can happen. Yeah. Down to 20 seconds remaining. St. Francis with a third down and six, but it's not going to matter. Sims will run. Josiah Sims running here to the near side. If he stays in bounds, then this game will end, but he runs out of bounds, so I believe St. Francis will get one more play. There's 11 seconds left. Picks up the first down to the Kenton Galva 35. And that is St. Francis's first first down, I believe, of the second half. They have not had many. Ball is on the 35. St. Francis will run one more play as long as they stay in bounds. They'll bring the starters back in for one more play as Kenton Galva's trying to get off the field. St. Francis will snap the ball one more time. Shadron Blanca runs up the middle, trying to get to the outside. Blanca stopped, trying to inch toward the boundary. Two seconds, one second. It's a comeback for the ages and a Canton Galva coronation as the Eagles win it 66 to 36. And the first state championship in program history belongs to the 2019 Canton Galva Eagles, the eight man division one state champions. And they scored the game's final 66 points and they cap off a 13 and 0 
perfect season. Oh, I'm, I'm speechless. I really am. And, you know, we haven't seen, uh, you know, we haven't seen this team in person all year, but uh, I'm just so happy for Coach Hoppus, his players, his staff, and the folks in Canton and Galva because they are so passionate about their football. They've always been as intense and as supportive as uh, any any fans in the state, and congratulations that they finally bring home that state championship. I remember, uh, you know, my first year, I was a Cub reporter. I'd only been here about three months. Canton Galva played down at Hutchinson against Trinity, lost eight to six, and, uh, you know, I'm thinking, oh, they'll get a lot more chances to play for a state championship. Well, you never know. They only had one other time to play for a state championship, and they lost that game on this third try. Just an amazing game because I don't know what the St. Francis kids could even be, what's going through their mind, because they were incredible in that first half. It was 36 to nothing, St. Francis, with three minutes left to go in the game, two minutes left to go in the game. And the Eagles scored a touchdown. St. Francis got the ball back, and Kenton Galva forced the turnover, took it in, made it 36-14 at half. And from then on, it was all Eagles as they scored 52 second-half points, all the points in the second half, 66 consecutive points to close out the game, and they win it today 66-36 to to be crowned the 2019 eight-man Division I state champions here in the state of Kansas. What a comeback and what a celebration it is going to be for Kenton Galva and the Eagles here tonight as St. Francis has given its runner-up trophy. I've had a few people ask me, is Coach Hoppus going to be up on the radio after the game? Well, number one, we have to get out of here quickly. They are making sure that we do not stay up here in the booth very long. Number two, I don't think Coach Hoppus could get up here if he tried. No, no, he's going to get swarmed. And I, I'm, again, this is just... It's just amazing to be a part of a game like this, even as an announcer, as a writer. Uh, you just feel like you saw you saw history today. This was just history. That's all you can say. We'll have to go dig into the record books of what might be the largest comeback in a state championship game of history. The Kenton Galva seniors will go be delivered their state championship trophy at midfield. And what a group this seven-man senior class is. When they were in eighth grade, this team didn't look like they were ever going to win a state championship again. They turned things around, four and five as sophomores, 10 and two as juniors, and this season, 13-0, undefeated, undisputed state champions and eight-man division one as they are given their state championship trophy. And what a season for the Kenton Gava Eagles. And the, the sad thing about it is the fans won't be allowed to stay on the field very long because there is a second eight-man game here today. Yeah, good luck holding up to this one, Axtell and Osborne. Yeah. <laughs> and the Eagles will start the party in the middle of the field with a 66-33 state championship win. We'll step aside, catch our breaths, and try and digest what just happened as Canton Galva scores the final 66 points of the game and wins 66-36. to We'll take a break and be back in two minutes on our CHS Refinery at McPherson postgame show. You're listening to Canton Galva State Championship Football on 96.7 FM KBBE. 66-36, the final score is Canton Galva wins the first state championship in program history, and Coach Shelby Hoppus gets an ice-cold Gatorade bath over in the middle of the field 
The Eagles win it today, win the state championship 66-36 over St. Francis, and one of the most remarkable comebacks that you'll ever see in not just high school sports, in yeah. not just <laughs> professional sports, in all the sports. Canton Galva was down 36 to nothing today in the state championship game in the first half. And I would imagine there were some thoughts on the sidelines thinking, well, we tried. Good, yeah. good, good, good effort, guys. But this team did not give up. They scored two touchdowns right before the half to make it 36-14 to 14 after turning the ball over five times in the first half, something this team had not done all season long. But that was all the momentum they needed. As you look at the second half, they scored one, two, three, four, five, six consecutive touchdowns to close out the second half and win today 66 to 36 over St. Francis. 40 points in the fourth quarter. <laughs> and 52 points in the second half. Yeah, that's that's just that's crazy talk. I mean, that's just psych, you know, insane babble, you know, that we're saying that they scored that many points. I mean, that is just and and again, I think one thing St. Francis again has, you know, they didn't have the depth Canton Galva did, and it just looked like in the fourth quarter Canton Galva was just running right by St. Francis. Just St. Francis was tired. You know, they play a particular style. It's worked for them fantastic all year. But the more the diversity of the Canton Galva offense, 219 on the ground, 207 through the air, and it was all on the ground for St. Francis. Um, they had 179 rushing uh, at the half and ended up with 245 for the game and no passing yards, three interceptions. So both teams ended up the game with five turnovers. Landon Everett accounted for seven of the touchdowns today. He rushed for four, threw for three, and the three passing touchdowns to Tyson Struber are what opened up this game, Steve, right. because Ken Galva did not throw the ball well to begin this game, but they were able to throw the ball around the yard, one right before the half, going 26 yards over the top, 58 seconds left in the second quarter. That was the one that gave this team a spark. Then a 52-yard passing touchdown and an out route to Tyson Struber, followed by a 26-yard pass to Struber again. And then Everett had a 60-yard rushing touchdown to make it 36-34, to and from then... It was game on. Yeah, it's about your athletes making plays. And when you talked about Landon Everett at halftime, Landon Everett, eight carries, 20 yards. He finishes the game, 17 carries, 138 yards. And and it's just shocking to watch, you know, the collapse of the St. Francis defense after, right. after they played so well the first half. But, you know, momentum is a funny thing. And old Mo jumped on the back of Canton Galva, and, and he wouldn't get off. He just kept riding it. And we said they'd had to score early. They scored early in that second half. That got them back in the game. That got them believing. But St. Francis, uh, the Canton Galva defense figured it out in the second half. They were running basically the same play, same way almost every time. And, you know, if you're a team, you get hit over the head with that play enough times, you're going to say, hey, you know, that's what they're running. And they were just stuffing it. Dinkle uh, ended up with, he had 33 carries, 146 yards. But, you know, he had 127 at the half. So just 19 yards on uh let's see 11 carries in the second half for dinkle so how about individual numbers for canton galva i've got 138 for landon everett collins uh who had only 33 at the half he ends up with 19 carries for 80 yards struber unofficially by my count eight catches 203 yards wow yeah just he you know your athletes in, in the eight-man game your superior athletes are able to dominate because there's more space you know you have more space you got guys 
They only need to have one miss by the defense and just amazing, amazing athleticism by the Eagles. What a comeback. Yeah. I don't have a state football championship record book, but if I did, I would think we would have a chance to find out if this is the biggest comeback in the history of a state championship I, I, game. I, I don't Down know. 36 to nothing in the first half and found a way to come all the well, way back and win. And I think the score right at the end of the half when I think Brandon Huff recovered a fumble, they were able to score just before the half. I mean, in the eight-man game, three scores is not insurmountable. In the 11-man no. game, uh, it's pretty tough. Now, 36 is no easy task. Yeah, but uh, holy cow. I mean, that was just unlike anything. I, you know, this 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 next game coming up, they've got no chance. They've got no <laughs> chance on top of what just happened here because we saw history in a lot of different ways uh, made here today. What did we say going into the game, Steve, that this is going to be the best state championship game of the day? It was going to be the first, and I think we knew we got the best game of the day. I don't think anything can pass that, maybe unless Bishop Meage loses well, that would to Andover be. Central. I think some people would say that's a, that's and a I, topper. And I, I think every person in the state except a Bishop Meage fan is probably – Wanting that to happen. All right, Steve, let's wrap things up here as Canton Galva wins its first state championship in program history, winning 66-36 to 36 over St. Francis and scoring the final 66 points of the game. Let's wrap things up. Drive of the game, brought to you by Midway Motors. What are you thinking for drive of the game? Because I think you have about 80 candidates. <laughs> well, they only had, what, 19 drives uh, in this game. Uh, boy, that would really be hard. I didn't even – normally I star something. But I didn't. Um, I've got I, one for you. I think it was early in the second half. I think uh, they started at their own 15 and ended up uh, a Struber 52-yard completion. That got them. That really gave them some life there. That's the drive that got them back in the game. I'm going to go with that. So our drive of the game brought to you by Midway Motors. Visit MidwayMotors.com to find the best deal on new or used cars to match your budget. Midway Motors for every mile of life. And my nominee was going to be Landon Everett's one-play 60-yard rushing <laughs> touchdown to bring good. him back to within two. And I thought that was the big difference in this game. Finally, our player of the game brought to you by Home State Bank, a part of the Citizen State Bank. Who are you thinking for player of the oh, game? Yeah, I don't know how you go with anybody but Landon Everett, although Tyson Struber was unbelievable. But Landon Everett, when you consider he's playing with a ac joint injury he was all strapped up didn't he know if he was going to play and he comes out and he runs for 138 yards and throws for over 200 uh and played some great defense so our player of the game brought to you by home state bank a part of the citizen state bank with three locations in mcpherson to serve you at 223 north main 1300 north main and at 104 south centennial they come back for the ages as canton galva wins its first state championship in program history and Steve Sell, a 13-0 perfect season for this Canton Galva team. The only matchup of undefeated teams in the state today. And Canton Galva remains victorious. And, boy, I'll tell you what, they're going to have a celebration. Uh, the likes never seen over there in Canton and Galva. I'm sure they'll have something at the school at Canton. Uh, you know, a couple communities will be getting together. And just so happy for them because they went through some tough times there when the program not that long ago not that long ago four years ago the the program had just bottomed out uh but but shelby hoppus is is canton galva's tom young he really is he right came, he came in and and revitalized this program have you heard the word culture yeah. used before yeah uh, a change of culture a change of culture and that's what it's been and and now the you know the the kids that are in middle school you look at their middle school football team they were averaged about 45 to 50 points a game 
uh, they want to keep this thing going next year. But I'll tell you, St. Francis probably be the team to beat next year, I got a feeling. What a win for Kenton Galva today as the Eagles win their first state championship in program history, beat St. Francis 66 to 36, and score the game's final 66 points. Yep. Unbelievable after being down 36 to nothing. Well, Steve, that wraps up the football season for us. Wow, what a year it's been for us. Well, we only called one loss, and it was last week on the high school side. We called one loss for McPherson, and other than that, a perfect season for us, and hopefully we can continue that into basketball, which begins in six days. Yeah, it's hard to believe. We, we've got high school basketball starting, Canton Gala. Uh, their kids have to, you know, uh, get ready for, uh, you know, basketball, but I don't think they're going to have their minds on basketball quite just yet. What a win, Canton Gala 66 and St. Francis 36. Again, a big shout-out to our board operator and studio engineer, Mr. Mitchell Bruce. Rock star. Back at the radio station for keeping us on the air. From my broadcast partner, Steve Sell, I'm Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to Canton Galva State Championship Football on 96.7 FM KBBE.